Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Infinite Spaces, the podcast. We are on episode eight, which is another installment of our cosines, moon signs, and tangents segment. And for this one, we'll be diving into the science of character strengths with the VIA survey. I am back with my lovely, beautifully multi-talented host, co-host, the Phoenix. Uh-huh. Go ahead and say your name. You didn't have to do all that. I'm going to do it you because the people need to know. You know, they need to know She's they're talented the and grace. beautiful and greatness. I too. appreciate it. I mean, we can just affirm each other, but I just want people to know they're in the presence of immediate greatness. But okay. Two times. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but before we get into the science of character strengths and, you know, after we're done, you know, fluffing each other's tails, <laughs> we're going to go into the word of the day. day. <laughs> now, today's word of the day is eurythmics. And eurythmics is a noun. And according to Merriam-Webster, it defines it as an art of harmonious body movement especially through expressive time movements and response to improvised music mm-hmm. now of course you guys we give you word of the day so that you can add a little bit more spice to your vocabulary mm-hmm. now eurythmics for me when i think of the word i always think about i don't know if anybody watched the what is it notre back of a hunchback of notre hunchback of notre uh-huh. yes and I always think about the gypsy. Sure. Like, I always wanted to be her. She was beautiful. Okay. okay. Girl was, I mean. And that, she was black. She was. She was. She, I mean, the skin was just. What? I mean, in the body. But go ahead. Okay. And so I always think about gypsies because they're, you know, the music that they have, they're moving those hips and they're moving their body, but it's very well, like. Well, not exactly all gypsies, but at well, least like the belly. The Esmeralda gypsy that we were introduced to. Yes. Yeah. Well, I guess for me, I think about all of them like that. <laughs> well, no. Can't, can't do that. I, I I thought they all were the same. No. Well, that's oh, something see, you new. Gotta go. no. That's no, something you gotta new to go. that's no. something new see, to from my research. And honestly, um, supposedly nowadays, you know, no um I guess the term gypsy as applicable to uh, that group of people is technically derogatory, I think, right now. Unless you, um, unless you voluntary, like, unless you've owned that word for yourself. Unless you've, like, hey, I am a gypsy. Well, I talk about her. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I think about, you know, there's music. Of course, like it said, it's is through improvised music. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it's harmonious, like you can, it's not really choreographed. You're not really thinking about. Yeah, you just feel it. It's yeah, like, it's it's the movement that just moves over your body, and uh, it's almost tr- a trance. Yeah, no, it seems like the whole thing is kind of like you know just because it says improvised music, so the start of this has to be. Um, something that is like just felt like even from the musical standpoint and then after the music starts that's improvised in and of itself then you got movements that are technically improvised I guess almost like if you were in the studio if you're an artist Mm -hmm. and the producers just creates the track and you know (laughs) (laughs) you know producer creates the track and you're there and you're like 
oh, I don't know what the sound is. Uh-huh. And everyone's feeling it and everyone's moving and they create something that they didn't think was going to happen. That's eurythmic, you yeah. know. You, you, It meets each other and it just happens and it's magical. That's what I think about eurythmics. Um, oh, that, 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 wow. Yeah, no, I mean, you have a lot of thoughts about it and it's applicable, honestly. I mean, it makes sense. And there was even like a, um, I want to say 80s. Was it 80s or 90s? Yeah, 80s. Yeah, group. I want to say eighties, yeah. early nineties. The yeah, group called the Eurythmics, and I think one of their most popular credits is uh, "Sweet Dreams Are Made of the Elves." Uh-huh. Who am I to disagree? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like maybe that entire song was like. <laughs> it had to be because like, it does yeah, make you feel like yeah, oh, like, yeah, like rave music. Honestly. You just want to like wanna... sizzle down the street. Yeah, but that is your rhythmics. You know, find a way to use it. Even like find a way to do it. Like if you feel that good, if music makes you feel that good, or you're in a space where it just hits you and the spirit moves you. You know, you be a little eurythmic yeah. if you can, or you know, or you know, it's a noun. So. Um, that's the word of the day, yeah. guys. Eurythmics. Eurythmics. <laughs> All right. And now on to our main segment, of course. Um, and that is the VIA survey. So that's spelled V-I-A. But the VIA survey comes courtesy of the VIA Institute on Character that's based out of Ohio. The VIA, which stands for Values in Action, mm. Uh, the survey is a psycho- psychometrically valid inventory that assesses character strengths. Specifically, it ranks 24 attributes of your character in order from the most prominent to least prominent, according to your responses to the survey items. The survey has been made available in several different languages, including Spanish, Afrikaans, French, Arabic, Korean, Hindi, Chinese, Russian, German, and Dutch, and that's just to name a few. And while the original VIA survey is intended for adults 18 and older, the benevolent minds over at the VIA Institute on Character created a VIA youth survey for ages 17 and younger. Oh, so that's cool. Yeah, yeah, no, and I, I feel like that's where it's most necessary. It's good to learn about it as an older person, but I feel like it's most necessary you know, getting the young people um, to know these, these characters. I'm going to send it to my cousin. Yeah, they need that. But the VIA survey, it's it's fairly new, you know, so that might be why we haven't really heard it or seen it. Yeah, because I never heard yeah. of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we haven't heard it and seen it in schools or, you know, hadn't encountered it as much as we've seen, like, you know, the other one, like the Big Five or even Myers-Briggs. Yeah, Myers-Briggs, yeah. I've found that out in high school yeah yeah i was like it was much later i feel like i learned about the big five unfortunately in high like in middle school maybe. oh wow maybe maybe like my last year in, uh, in middle school but that's unfortunate to me because i feel like the big five big five can be a little it can be tricky you gotta you gotta know how to because it can be a little devastating for a young mind if you're taking that test but um, but even the Myers Briggs, I had learned about that, you know, long before I'd even heard of this. So it's fairly, you know, recent. It's fairly new. So that's why it made its debut in the early two thousands. And uh, like I said, it's relatively new compared to slightly older, more revered personality tests. Um, but nonetheless, with this emerging popularity in educational and professional institutions around the globe, the VIA assessment or the VIA survey. It's fast on its way to accomplishing its mission, and I quote, bringing the science of character strengths 
to the world. That is an ambitious goal, but it's a it's a positive one. It's a good one. Um, so um, I would say I had learned about the VIA survey. Um, my final semester of senior year in college, I had had a class. I believe it was one of my leadership classes. And my professor was like, you know, for our intro, we'll, you know, we can talk about ourselves, but I honestly want you guys to take this survey, you know, let that speak a little bit for you. And I was just like, ooh, what's this? And um, in taking the survey, um, definitely, uh, and I took it again for the purposes of this uh, episode, Mm -hmm. but I'd taken it that original time for that class. Mm -hmm. And I'd have to say... You know, it fit, you know, the <laughs> shoe fits, but it was really, it was really good to, to see all positive. Honestly, the statements are fairly neutral, mm-hmm. you know, um, but it was good to see. I think it was a, a nice change because a lot of the times we end up with tests that have like a spectrum and you either fall on this extreme or the other. And some extremes, unfortunately, have connotations and a lot you know maybe negative and that's why i say with the big five you have to be careful with that because depending on where you land um on one of those extremes you know that could be possibly taken up as negative um whether by an employer or somebody who's you know looking at it mm-hmm. or even by the person who consumed the test you know the the test taker so um i like this because it was full of very neutral um too positive, like neutral, too positive mm-hmm. statements um, that are ranked in order. Like, it's your truth now. If, you know, something is a little lower on the list, it's because it's not a priority or it's not that prevalent for you. Yeah. But they're all fairly positive or neutral statements. And I really like that. Not that I need to be coddled, but I feel like uh, all too often we go toward the negative aspects of ourselves. That right. It actually takes effort to try and find those good qualities and good attributes. So it's good to take something to uh, that will lay that out and put that in front of you. Because all too often, as we know, we're often our worst critics. So this is true. I love it. You know. So um, with that, we are going to share. Um, and like I said, I took it again for the purposes of the episode. And some things have changed a little bit. You know, because life. Okay. <laughs> um, but Phoenix, you go ahead and share your um, your top five. Okay. So, like I said, twenty four statements. Mm-hmm. But um, just to you know, for the sake of the episode, we're gonna give you a few. But if you want to head over later, you know, and get the rest, we'll point you to it after we give you our top five. Yes. So this is my first time taking the test. Um, again, I haven't heard of this until she brought it up to me. And, I mean, I love taking tests. Mm-hmm. Well, let me rephrase that. I like taking personality tests. <laughs> <laughs> right. Don't Because any other test, like, yeah. I'm failing. Don't but, say that. But, boy, I, uh, yeah, no, I get, like, From you know, history, I fail. Oh, no. But. <laughs> so, of course, this is my first time taking this test. Um, and I've never heard of it until Miss Adora brought it to me. And um, so it's interesting to see because some of these things I do already know that is a part of me, but the order is what's new for me to realize. So number one, the my greatest strength <laughs> is the love of learning. And um, I definitely agree with this because I'm the person that always wants around. I want to know 
oh, what's this? Oh, let me go find that. Oh, what's that? <laughs> um, so the characteristics under the value of learning, love of learning, is my first one. Uh, mastering new skills, topics, and bodies of knowledge, whether on one's own or formally, uh, related to the strength of curiosity, but goes beyond it to describe the tendency to add systematically to what one knows. Mm. So, I guess, I mean, that's why sometimes I say I'm a cat, because... Not a cat. <laughs> a cat? Well, you know, cats <laughs> love to f- just be curious and, like, they don't know what they're getting into, but they love to just go figure it out. Um, and But for me, as a human... I feel like dogs are like that, too. Yeah, but cats are more... Cats, you know what? Cats just seem a little bit more wise. Dogs seem like... They take their time. <laughs> they will literally focus forever, and then they'll, like, eventually go and figure it out when you're not there. But <laughs> dogs... They're very curious, and sometimes their curious overtakes them to where they gotta go figure it out now. They gotta exactly. go find out now, but they're still curious. But no, I think but that do they learn? That, speaks, <laughs> that definitely speaks to. Um, I remember in a previous episode we talk about, or maybe we talk about it all the time, how you know you're always like looking. Well, honestly, the theories, conspiracies, and other curiosity is all you like. You go on YouTube, you might read an article, you might find something and it stops you. Or oftentimes the Phoenix is sending me some type of philosophical something that he's found on IG. He's the only person I know who consumes IG this way. Like, <laughs> he, he has a celebrity that he follows or he has these, you know, artists that he follows. But he also has like these people who are talking about, well, you know, what if, you know, what if life was... A honeycomb, and we live, <laughs> and he's sending this stuff to me, and I'm trying to digest it. Not a honeycomb. <laughs> so it's like what? But yeah, no, I think that absolutely, um, that 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 being your number one is pretty spot on. It is, but it's crazy that it actually is my number one. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also it says uh, the virtue category is wisdom. Mm-hmm. And what's funny is I've had older people come to me and say, you're so wise to be so young. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I take that with pride because, you know, I don't think I'm all the way to, to the point where, like, I am, I mean, you never know everything. Um, right. But I guess the way I, I mean, when it says to add systematically to what mm-hmm. one knows, I actually do and take something and I try to keep it with build me. Build on it. Yeah. yeah, and build on it. Because you never stop give learning. Credit. Yeah, give yourself credit for that because, yeah, like you won't know everything as soon as you encounter it. But no. as long as you retain it enough to... Add it on yeah, when you add, find something yeah. else. Yeah, yeah. and I, I definitely can say that for you. Well, and guys, when he mentioned the thing about the category, I did forget to mention this in the description. So they do have a series of categories um, that they uh, compile all 24 traits um, with. Mm-hmm. So they have um, wisdom, they have courage, they have humanity, they have justice, temperance, and transcendence. And these are the categories that the 24 traits will fit into um that i think very few of them fit into two or more mm-hmm. but um one of the they, they will at least fit into one of these virtue categories 
So as he was saying that um, his love of learning fits into the virtue category of wisdom, which is kind of self-explanatory. Yeah. 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 But they each fall under a larger category, a larger catch-all. But yeah, that's an aside. I forgot to mention that. But go ahead on to it's your It's really your dope to one. see that. No, it, it is. It is. Because I never noticed it before. Yeah. Um. Now, the second um, character is humor (laughs) Uh now this i can say for sure is definitely definitely one of my characteristics um it says liking to laugh and tease bringing smiles to others seeing the light side making not necessarily telling but jokes um and that virtue category is transcendence now that part, I guess transcendence is to, I mean, I'm taking it as maybe I'm, from me, I'm passing on the, a happiness to another or something. I don't know why it's called trans- transcendence. Well, yeah, well, I, I think um, because humor is, I don't know, it's, uh, I guess transcendence for me is something that you really can't, uh, I don't know, it's, it's, Oh, it's really something um it's a feeling a humor is a is a it's a uplift type thing and mm-hmm. it's beyond transcendence to me of course it's something that's kind of beyond this world to me yeah and it's just something that without explanation just makes you better you know makes you feel better makes you it lifts your day mm-hmm. and it's not really explainable how it just makes you better but it does like it's out of this world in a sense where you can't describe why it makes you feel so good or why it lifts you or why it does what it does yeah but it's a trait that definitely um and it does it affects other people you know yeah i get what you're saying it it does it does move past you you're right It, it it goes beyond you it's what you exude right yeah i yeah you explained that well because I, I couldn't do it. I hope so. Because <laughs> so. I'm still figuring out as I'm talking, guys. <laughs> if you can't already tell. Um, um, <laughs> then, ahead, <laughs> so my number three um, happens to be love. Love. So um, love. Valuing close relations with others, in particular those in which sharing and caring are reciprocated. Being close to people. Now, um, that I can't argue with because I love love and love is me. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And the virtue category is humanity. And I definitely have a sense of humanity. Like, I don't tell people this, but I literally cry sometimes with the crazy stuff that happens in the world every time you turn on your phone and go and see that, oh, you know, something's on fire, like Brazil. Or, oh, you like right now the Bahamas, like there's nothing, mm-hmm. like at all, like completely nothing. And it, it bothers me, like, but I can't, like, it's hard for me to, like, be like, oh, well, I'm not over there. Like, I think about it, but I try not to talk about it because it's like I can't really do anything about it, but to pray. Mm-hmm. But, um, and then also, I mean, you know, I am a hopeless romantic. And um, I love family. I love that friends. Part. And I love, I just love 
people, but then, you know, at times I get annoyed by people. Okay, but... <laughs> But that's just no, that's, real. that's no, just that's, real. that's just that doesn't mean that's you the stop human thing. Now. It's just like even, but that's the that's my whole point. Is like even when people annoy me, I still care so much. That's good, and it's like weird, but you know that's that's, that's the way that we should be. Love. Yeah, that's unconditional love. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, because if it was based on whether or not they pleased you, then this you know, is true. Yeah. Who, who would you really love? This is very <laughs> true. But that's the beautiful thing, though. It really is. It's cool that that was the top three. But mm-hmm. then uh, four goes to judgment. <laughs> now, this one is, is, is where it's crazy. So, it says, thinking things through and examining them from all sides. Yeah. Not jumping to conclusions. Being able to change one's mind in light of evidence. Weighing all evidence fairly. And okay. that's another virtue category of wisdom. Okay. Which is okay. No, I see it. I'm very surprised. This is the second time wisdom has come up. Um, but as for judgment, this is this is absolutely true. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't be fake. Uh, so when things are not right, I'm I, I can love you more than anybody, but I'm going to use the best of my judgment to mm-hmm. make a final decision of like if something is wrong, if something's right, if something is not working. Or something that just don't look right, or something mm-hmm. that's just not fitting, and I think it's a great attribute to have. It is, I, and I and I um I, I want you to be careful of like that's, you know just uh, thinking yeah thinking that judgment has a negative connotation because like I said a, a lot of these words are neutral and or positive true. in there and I know. do believe they're neutral but mm-hmm. I do feel like they can. Like anything, like as for uh, for example, power. Power is just power, but it can oh, it be yeah. bad or good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So sometimes my judgment can be a little too judgmental. Yeah, well, yeah, well, um, judgmental <laughs> yeah. is the bad part, but exercising judgment, yes, I think is very, like they said, very wise because um, although it's applicable to uh, your dealings with people, it's also applicable to you know situations, In our decisions. situations. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, making decisions. Or deciding whether you should go down this street because this street has like it's, it's yeah yeah you know it's, analyzing all the yeah, things that could be like yeah mm. it's giving you you know you're you're assessing your risk you're assessing you know the costs of this or you are um, willing to or in an argument or in a debate or if you believe something with new evidence you're willing to change them all you need is the evidence all you need is something to say. Hey, all right. This is why it's better to believe this way, or this is why this makes more sense. Yeah, yeah. that just means you you use logic. Yeah, uh, yeah. In that sense, I I would um, alternate between the word judgment and, and and logic or being analytical. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You're correct. No, <laughs> not to break be this down. You know, just... No, it's making sense. It makes sense. Um, and then number five. Well, this kind of sounds like um, my first one. The number five is curiosity. <laughs> Why you sound kind of like pissed? I bet it's, it's redundant. No, 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 no. It's just that it it sounds exactly the almost the same as oh, curiosity. Uh, when I was saying about cats, um, that's one of my things: curiosity, mm-hmm. uh, taking an interest in ongoing experience for its own sake. Finding subjects and topics fascinating, exploring and discovering, yeah. which is another virtue category of wisdom. Yeah. 
Um, this is the third time wisdom has popped up within the top five. That's dope. Friends, you're somebody I want to know. Yeah, I mean, wisdom and then love. Like, love of people, transcendent. Bitch, you're beautiful. Humor and judgment and curiosity. (laughs) Well, thank you. You're welcome. I didn't mean to come out like that. You're somebody I'd like to know. It's it's very interesting to know this because these are truly who I am. Mm Mm-hmm. And for them to break it down this way as these being my greatest strengths. Right. Um, you know, I think that makes my life a little more fun because I'm always... And, and I think that's why I, I know not only say this, but all my friends say this, that I'm a free-spirited person. And that's why I'm, I, I'm always, like, trying to do something new. Or, or, well, I'm an Aries also, so... If it's all the way because I love to to do new things constantly and I love to try things out and I'm very open-minded. Um, so these are really dope. I, I, you know what? Y'all better get this test. I support. I support. Because these are the top five. Now, the other that I've seen on my list, I love them as well. Mm-hmm. I love them as well. They all fit in the category. Yeah, so. we're gonna go back over because I'm got I got a couple of questions about like you know where things rank and where you'd hope to see. Okay, you know some things that might not have been where you thought they would be. Okay. Okay. Um. Well, these are my results. Okay. Um. Like I said, I'd taken it before, and um. Even one thing I could say has stayed has remained steady has been my initial result, my first result, my my very first character strength. It stayed. It ain't going nowhere. So that kind of speaks to the reliability of the test. Um, But other than that, (laughs) my top five has um, changed within a span of a year. Wow. Yeah, it's it's definitely changed. I won't say drastically, but it's it's changed a bit. Um, And I guess I'll go back and forth a little. Just to give you perspective um, from my previous uh, results. Uh, So, like I said, my first character strength, my most dominant, my most prevalent character strengths uh, for both takes was appreciation or is appreciation of beauty and excellence. And it says noticing and appreciating beauty, excellence and or skilled performance in various domains of life, from nature to art to mathematics to science to everyday experience. Um, hello. In what virtue character? Uh, the virtue category that is transcendence. Mm. Transcendence. Ah. Um, yeah, this characteristic is definitely you. <laughs> and I, I, you know, and I had to be careful not to view it as being vain. But it's so true. Yeah. I I experience beauty. (laughs) Like, I do. And I'm going to say, not to cut you off, is that I only can agree because when... I I don't think it's a bad thing because you just... It's almost like the judgmental thing. I mean, not judgmental, but judgment. is like when you know... Something is like without a doubt, you express mm-hmm. like to the hundredth <laughs> degree. Yeah, no, like, you do, and it's like it's it's not. It, that's why you you're not fake because when you appreciate something that is great, 
you're going to appreciate it. I stand. I am a stand. She I am a, a universal stand. stand, okay? I don't stand for one person, but, you know, and it says here, it says excellence, you know? Excellence. I, I stand excellence no she matter does. where it comes from. You know, if I know you, if I don't know you, if it's the tree, if it's a bunny I just walked past, it's walking down a trail and recording. Like, I, I literally experience beauty and... Um, and it's the truth, honestly. It's so like, true. Seeing that, but I have to say, seeing that um, initially, like the first time taking the test, seeing that as my top, I was just like, I'm vapid. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm stupid. I'm no. Vain. But no, that is, it's my truth. It is so my truth. Um, and it's a beautiful thing. And to have transcendence at, you know, yeah, I'm cool as a virgin guy. <laughs> Uh, so that's the first one. And like I said, that's the same as my, my first take. So um, my second, the second time I took it for the sake of the podcast, uh, it's appreciation of beauty and excellence. And the first time I'd taken it for my class, it was the appreciation of beauty and excellence. Uh, my second uh, character strength from this go around is humility. Mm. And that says letting one's accomplishments speak for themselves, not regarding oneself as more special than one is. Mm. And the virtue categ- category for that is temperance. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, like I said, most of these statements are neutral and positive. And I believe it is... Um, a humble person is is good to be around, you know? Um, I don't know if I want to be identified as humble, though. What? I don't know. I don't know. Um, but I understand. Um, I don't know. Okay, it's weird. Um, just because I feel like I, uh, I'm definitely humble. This is my truth, honestly. Um, and, and not as a brag shit here i go <laughs> not bragging about it um but i'm i'm definitely humble but i i think it's been to my disadvantage sometimes because in in that humility i um because we we're in a society or we're in a culture where credit you know you got to you got to talk about yourself you got to you got to prove oneself a lot of the time and um being a humble person um, kind of makes it hard or uncomfortable to talk about those accomplishments or mm-hmm. talk about those, um, you know, those things I've I've achieved. Right. And I want to get, um, I want to get more comfortable doing that. But I think this the the fact that I'm uncomfortable shows that I have a lot of humility, and um, you know, I credit that to to what I know and and what I had grown up in and stuff like that. But. Um, but yeah, I'm just saying that um, I, I'm kind of dealing with my relationship with humility. Um, I mean, I think, you know, uh-huh. I think I get where you're coming from, though, because mm-hmm. I, I definitely get where you're coming from from previous talks. Um, and even a previous episode, I think I mentioned that when I was interviewing Gypsy. I'm just reconciling my relationship with it, whether I really like this as my strength and whether I would like to see it further down the list okay that means i i get what you, yeah i never thought about it like that 
as for like where it ranks, mm-hmm. and since it is number two, I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's just like right there. You're like, all right. You know, like <laughs> my top one is appreciation of excellence, but then I don't appreciate my own excellence. <laughs> well, I'm no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. Humility. No, I mean, fair. I feel like you're just not a person that. I mean, that's just like when we, uh, you had to write a, a article about yourself. Oh, yeah. And you were like, I don't know <laughs> what to write about myself. And it's like, I guess, you know, the humbleness has sat there so long mm-hmm. that you didn't have a time to boast about yourself. And because you do appreciate uh, excellence so much is that you find yourself thinking that you're you don't appreciate your own excellence but i don't think i do though it's hard for me to see my own exactly but it doesn't mean that that humility is a a negative thing it's it's just that's I mean, I honestly thought that I was going to have it, but clearly not. No, um, <laughs> oh, he's but, only humble as the Phoenix, guys, because... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, I feel like, I mean, like I said, like with me, when I was saying judgment, sometimes I, it, it it can waver. Mm-hmm. And maybe you feel like your your scale is a little too heavy on Yeah, a little too heavy. I I would say a little too a little too humility heavy. But that was not the case a year ago. A year ago, uh, my second was kindness. My second character attribute was kindness. And humility was all the way Oh, it was at six. I'm over here telling some all the way. <laughs> so humility was number six. On okay. My list. So out of the top five, risen. but still in my top ten. Yeah, out of the top five. But um, whew. all right. So um, down to number three, and my third one. Lord, we were only on the second one. My third one is love of learning. Yeah. Something we have in common. I found my friends. Okay, so um, I guess I don't have to like reiterate it, but love of learning is my third one. And I can absolutely say that um, I feel like it's positioned correctly. This is true. I I do. Like, although I look at Phoenix, like, (laughs) I eventually want to know more about what he's talking about. She does. I'm more like, listen, I can't wrap my head around it right now, but when I can, I will let you know. And then we can explore it together and you can show me whatever YouTube video you just saw. Um, <laughs> but even in school, my God, um, I just could not. I, I found so many things interesting. And um, even now that I, I finally have my undergraduate degree, I had often, I've, I've often said, like, <laughs> I don't have, know how not to be a student. <laughs> I really don't know. And I, I honestly enjoy learning. I enjoy having more things to talk about, having more things to put in my conversation mm-hmm. or having more things to ask people. Cause I do ask a lot of questions and I want to know more. So I know more to ask. The more, you know, the more you, the more you learn, the more you <laughs> learn, <laughs> you don't ever know. It's like you learn to learn more, you know? And I truly, I truly feel that. So again, um, as Phoenix said, for his the virtue category is wisdom. And you know the saying says, 
The one who knows everything knows that he knows nothing at all. He knows nothing. You never stop learning. And that's it. That's wisdom for you right there. And um, last year when I taken the test, it was ranked number four. So it was still in my top five. Okay. Yeah. So, so that's engraved into you. Yeah. It's pretty It's pretty high up there. So, you know, it lets me know. Like I said, the, the test is reliable in a sense, you know. Uh, number four for me is honesty. Wow. Woot to the woot to the woot woot. That's what's up. Woot to the woot to the woot woot. I'm okay with that. I wish I had that one. <laughs> you do. It's just <laughs> not up top. <laughs> um, speaking the truth, but more broadly presenting oneself in a genuine way mm-hmm. and acting in a sincere way. Mm-hmm. Being without pretense, taking responsibility for one's feelings and actions. And the virtue category for that is courage. Oh. I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it. Um, and I would say, I mean, I, someone that has experienced you, you, you are very honest. Um, sometimes you don't want to be honest because you don't want to hurt someone's okay. feelings. But you will get it out eventually. <laughs> okay, I'll take that. I'll take that. I will. Okay, cool. Just saying. Uh, no, no, no. For example, I, guys. Okay. An let's example. Say, let's say that um, someone got a new hairdo. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> it wasn't the best okay. executed. Okay. And Sajora will be, they'll, they'll, they will ask, how do you like my hair? You think it's good? And if it's not good, <laughs> Sajora will go, you know... <laughs> <laughs> it's the the idea and the style I, I see where they were coming and doing and what they were creating but the execution I could really have been done a much better for you to pull off what you wanted I you really know? can't stand you and she will and she won't beat around the bush but she's gonna take you down the valley <laughs> slowly <laughs> <laughs> To get you to the pond. I mean, just as long as you know, okay? Just as long as you know. Uh, but hey, I'd rather someone honest than someone that is misleading me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and again, and that goes with her number one. The, um, uh, what's your number one again? Appreciation. Appreciation of, of excellence. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're not going to say that it's terrible if it's not excellent. <laughs> What? I mean, oh, I'm not gonna say it's good. I mean, you're not gonna, it's sorry, not. I said that totally backwards. Got you, but yeah, no, that's that's. I I want to say it's true, and it's really hard for me to put on a poke. I and and part of me thinks I'm late. I'm too lazy to do it to like to put on a poker face because a, a lot of the times, like it shows immediately. Like people see the no before, like Phoenix says, before I actually get to it. <laughs> Because I might say, you know, so-and-so and so-and-so. But people often see, they encounter the no before I even verbally say it. Absolutely. So, um, it's it's really hard for me to put on, um, you know, what, what you see is kind of no, what, what you get. get. It's what you get. <laughs> it might, I might put a couple of flowers on it. I might put a little sugar on it. I might try to make it very sweet. But it's kind of what you get. So, yeah. And it it does take courage to be... That. It so definitely I'll take does. It. I'll take it. Um and uh, oh, and let me compare it to last time. So honesty last time 
was whoa whoa whoa, whoa was honesty <laughs> wow oh so last year honesty was number 14 wow you know um wow yeah that's priorities. a big jump yeah no priorities i have no idea what happened you have been changing uh i have and i am changing i really want to i'm a little concerned about where i was last year Oh, no, because I had to lie a lot last year. Ah! I did. Not on my account, but. <laughs> well, you did have to lie a lot. You did have to lie a lot last year. You did. Uh, yeah, I had to keep a lot of things on the it wasn't, low, guys. It wasn't, you know, uh, vile or like out of malicious yeah. intent, but. You did have to lie. It's kind of forcing positions where honesty was not my priority. Wow. At the time. So, um, yeah. Maybe sometime longer through <laughs> Yeah. Some some someday, you know, maybe we'll get to the point, you and I, audience, that I can tell y'all why I was lying uh, the whole year. Someday. Someday. <laughs> someday. And if we don't get to it, just just know I didn't mean anything terrible by my lying. It, it was, just was it was it out was, of respect. It was just not a honesty was not a priority last year, um, and so this year rounding out my top five is judgment, hmm. just like my good friend Phoenix. Um, I think judgment for you was number four, right? Judgment for me, I think was number four. Let's yeah. see. Uh, yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We're almost close. So, uh, thinking things through. Well, yeah, you guys got that from uh, Phoenix's uh, description of it. But, again, the virtue category is wisdom. And, absolutely. Um, <laughs> I, I, I definitely, where um, I feel like Phoenix is more like this in thought or whatever, I'm more like this in, like, pen and paper. Like, I have to have all my notes. I have to have everything written out. I have to have everything. Like, I, I have to know. I feel like I need to have all the tools, all the evidence, all of the facts in order to be successful in whatever it is, in whatever decision making, in whatever. And sometimes I won't make a. It's hard for me to make a spur of the moment decision because I feel like I don't have everything. <laughs> I don't have all the evidence. I don't have all the facts. Got you, yeah. Um, sometimes I won't engage in conversations if I don't really know what's going on or what I'm talking about. You know, so I, um, I guess it takes you a little more time yeah. to judge. Yeah, it takes. Yeah, I'm a little. I'm a little slower to judge. Um, As for my curiosity pushes my judgment, like uh, figure out now. <laughs> I'm sure. I guess. I guess. Or your curiosity works to give people the benefit of the doubt, or give you know situations the benefit of the doubt because you're curious. You know. True. Even though your judgment says don't take that path, you're just like, but I want to know where it goes. <laughs> But me, I'm like, no, no, I'm good. Um, no, I'm, I'm, uh, my judgment sometimes is also something I want to, um, see a little lower on the list and not that I'm taking it in a negative sense, but, um, my, uh, tendency or proclivities toward, uh, analyzing and being very like this, 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 or this has to be, um, it has to be a full body where I have to have this facts and, and these facts in order to move forward and mm-hmm. sometimes you have to make a you have to make a move or you have to make a decision um absent of all those things this so is true yeah so um while i feel like yeah these will 
probably position differently as I continue to live life, honestly. I feel like for all of us, yes. Yeah, yeah. And it's very contextual. But I think um, soon I would like to see this a little lower and maybe see something else in its place as number five. Or up uh, a little further up on the list. Mm -hmm. But I am fairly um, satisfied with what I have in my top five. And for the most part, uh, they're consistent with um, like the general positioning of them are consistent with uh, my first take of the test. So last year, judgment was number seven. So not in my top five, but top ten. Gotcha. So, yeah. But what was your number five? My number five was fairness. Treating all people the same according to notions of fairness and justice. Not letting feelings bias decisions about others. Giving everyone a fair chance. Mm, that it has changed. It has changed. <laughs> She's like, no. I just can't. Tired of being fair. I do not. I can't waste my time anymore. I can't. Um, not to say that I um, have completely, because where's fairness now? Fairness is... <laughs> oh my god oh, okay so fairness, fairness is number 11 so just out of my top 10 but yeah you know sometimes you learn <laughs> sometimes sometimes you learn and that's it for that but um these are our our top five um I, like i said i gave you a little bit of my top five from my previous take but um so i guess just to reiterate before mm-hmm. we close it off um for our the list of them my top five, love of learning, humor, love, judgment, and curiosity. Mm-hmm. That is the phoenix of today. And Isadora. Uh, appreciation of beauty and excellence. Number two, humility. Number three, love of learning. Number four, honesty. And number five is judgment. That's our top fives. And uh, like we said, to see more about it, the more like um, the remainder of our 24, uh, we'll post that on our Instagram. And that is at infinite spaces dot or period, whatever one you prefer. Um, The podcast. Okay. Find us on IG and read the rest of ours again. Take the test, share your results with us, and we definitely, we love shout-outs. We love the interaction with you guys, so we have no problem shouting us out and uh, or shouting you guys out. And uh, if you have any um, reservations about us tagging you or anything, just let us know when you send us your results. Um, if you just want to send us your results and we discuss it a little bit in the DM or whatever, that's okay too. But if you would like for us to shout you out, you know, go ahead and let us know it's okay when you send us those those results. Yes. We love, we love, um, first of all, showing that we have listeners, okay? So, a little vain. But we also love you guys interacting because it lets us know that you guys are listening, that you care about what we're talking about. Yes. That you want to know these things that we're talking about. And we so. genuinely want to see your results. Like, yeah, we do. We want to know who we're talking it's to. It's not only just for us, but we want to know what you guys we know who you have and your characteristics. No pressure, but we want to know who we're talking to. Pressure. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I really quickly though, I wanted to ask you, um, is there anything that you saw uh, lower in your list or as a part of the um, character traits 
um, that you would have liked to see higher on your list? Well, um, I want to say that I've seen. Hmm. I I honestly thought creativity was going to be at the top. Okay. Um. Me also as well too. I really thought that mm-hmm. was going to be for you. My top. Uh huh. Strength, but I think maybe because it's characteristics. Um, and just my character. I mean, because, you know, anyone can be kind of creative. But I guess because as a person, um, you know, it did say that love of learning, which is mastering new skills. Yeah. That still is a part say, of creativity. Yeah, I was um, going to say. Yeah, and, and learning. Creati- and creativity falls under the uh, wisdom um the wisdom uh, virtue category. Well, so you know so it's somewhere. You, yeah, no, but it would have been, been nice to see at the top. To actually see the word <laughs> creativity in your top five. I was surprised to see humor at number two. I was not. I, I mean, was like, I know I'm like fun, and I sometimes boy. I make my own stuff laugh because I'm like, where does <laughs> this really come does. from? He really does. Sometimes he can make faces in itself. In the <laughs> I really don't know where it comes from. I can literally like video myself talking I will be laughing at my own self mm-hmm. um no uh, he's loosened me up a lot like the humor that he takes on and the way the the it's not even optimism because sometimes he could be like a cynic and being funny but he's it's just so true. he's funny you know? I can like be crying and then still make a joke yeah and it, it still it lifts everybody's spirit in the room even though like he's tear streaked at the face but and, I, and it's genuine. It really is. It's out of a need to or a want to just lift the mood or whatever. Or just, again, he's just funny. I was not at all surprised. I mean, and I've that. heard people say that I should be a comedian. You're I'm funny. like, I don't think that's for me. But Yeah. No, and but it says it says not telling jokes. Yeah. But yeah, absolutely. Jokes. So, I mean, but I did want creativity and I'm one. But, you know, hey. It's on the list somewhere. Mm-hmm. That's all that matters. Yes, it's what it's about yourself? Be on the list. Um, those were the only two for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so I think I I wanted um I, I was surprised that love wasn't higher. On you know, I just realized you did not have it on there. I, it was not in my top five. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I be thinking I love folks, but I think um, in learning more about my, it, a lot of, like I said, um, my answers to this, uh, this survey, this go around has a little, has been influenced a little bit by my conversations with others. Cause when I took the test before I'm going solely based on what I think about myself. Right. Mm-hmm. But um, what's the point of, you know, having friends or having loved ones if you don't get feedback from them? And based on the feedback that I've been getting, because I've been thinking I've been doing this stuff. Mm-hmm. But based on the feedback that I've been getting, apparently um, it's not the case. And my love um, um, has not been very actiony. Not as much as I had previously thought when I had taken the test the first time. Mm -hmm. Because love is something to be felt. And um, as much as I think I'm giving that love, you know, I'm not the object of my love. You know, well, I should be. Yes, self-love is a thing, all right? So I am the object of my love in a sense. But when I'm giving it, you know, and you're the the, um, receiver of that love, you know, 
if I'm not doing it right, I'm not doing it right, you know? And I, I'm surprised, but not, I, I think I wanted it higher on the list. And I say that because I don't even think it's in my top 10. <laughs> I don't even think love is in my top 10 uh, for this go around. Wow. Um, no. Yeah. So I say that because I wanted it. I knew it probably was not going to be in my top five, but um, to see where it is on the list. Let me um, actually say where that is, honestly. Yeah. And y'all don't judge me. Um, you know, use your judgment character strengths, but not so much, you know. I'm and it says, understand what love is Woo! all about so you can begin recognizing it in yourself and, and others. Yeah, yeah. And you got to understand what it's about. And honestly, I, I think I had some um, very surface um, understandings of it. Yeah. And... Uh, so y'all, like I said, there are 24 character attributes. Love for me this time is number 20. Oh. <laughs> it is number 20. And that says valuing close relations with others. In particular, those in which sharing and caring are reciprocated, being close to people. And that is my truth. I have shut a lot of people out. I have been very internal with stuff and people have reached out and I've not been showing that I'm interested or I enjoy you know the, you know and I mean that's my truth I mean that it's, is the truth honey my truth. so um although I knew that it wouldn't be in my top five I didn't think it'd be so <laughs> yeah that's yeah that's that's it I'm um, not gonna lie that is very low I think that was my biggest uh my biggest surprise, I think. Not a surprise, but kind of, you know. Um, social intelligence, I had wanted that to be a little bit higher on the list. But as with love, you know, you can't be um, social intelligent without loving people. Or you can't love people without being socially intelligent mm-hmm. or something like that. They, they fall hand in hand to me. But a lot of my humanity type stuff is kind of low. Really? Yeah, a lot of my humanity virtues, with the exception of, I believe, no, yeah, yeah, I don't even think I have a humanity one in my top five, this go around. Yeah, no, a lot of my humanity, a lot of my dealings with other people outside of myself, so while I'm I'm super humble, I ain't thinking about nobody else. So I, I would like to see an improvement on, on that, honestly. I want um You know, this goes back to a lot of things we talked about, like oh, when we were doing our pattern and I remember one time we were just talking and then when you got your reading, um we were talking about like I guess dating mm-hmm. and how you're like I just <laughs> I just stop. <laughs> I just don't. I just and it's put a lot in perspective. Okay. Um, How do you think about it? What do you mean? Like, I mean, if your humanity and you know shutting people out and you know all of those things are kind of probably why they're all all the way at the bottom. Mm-hmm. And um, and then love. I mean, now the love part. I don't know if that does that have to do with self love. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, well, no, I think I feel like the way they have it, how they describe it, is 
more of a um, give and receive type thing, gotcha. not much self-love. I think ooh, I think spirituality probably would have more to do with self-love, uh, according to That's another one I thought would survey. be at the time. Oh, really? But then again, nah. Is that pretty low for you? <laughs> no, because I know my, I know I'm trying to figure some stuff out. <sighs> I know that's going to be low for me. Um, but yeah, uh, it, it does. It, like I said, um, I was taking, taking that test last year, being very, uh, hermited, being very inside myself, not really talking to other people, not really getting a true sense of who I am and how people, other people experience me. Mm -hmm. And I think since having taken the test for the first time, I've actually actively gone and asked for that feedback and or have gotten it not even wanting it you know not even you know like just gotten it back just you learn yourself around other people and last yeah. year I was very much so um internal and closed away um uh, part of it being my own accord and some of it being um no choice of mine but I was for whatever reason kind of hermited last year and mm-hmm. I really didn't, you know, um, I, I really didn't know the experience of me um, from the perspective of other people. And in learning that, um, I had to answer differently because I know better. I, I know differently now. And yeah, my reading, my reading said girl and my pattern said girl. And um, my INFJ said girl. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, um, but that's it, Lord, on the main topic. My goodness, there we go. Um, so to wrap that up again, I'll take that test. We will include the link to it in our episode description. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. now we're moving on to we are still normal, normal, normal. Uh-huh. again, normal, normal. normal. Uh huh. Yep, that is up for interpretation. We always say that. That's our disclaimer. Yeah, because. I don't think y'all feel that. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> so, but are we still normal? Isadora, what do you have that's going on in your normal life? Um. So I I realized that we don't really we don't really give y'all updates because we talk about stuff and we don't really kind of go back and go go over it. But I wanted to update you guys. Um, I know a previous episode we talked about uh me reading books. And how I've struggled to read, in particular, self-help books. Well, I found me a nice little middle ground, okay? And that has come in the form of Victor... Is it Victor Frankel? Lord, let me say this. Don't let me say this man's name wrong. I want to say... Let me go ahead and Google it before I lie (laughs) to y'all. But I already... I knew his name, and I had it ready. And now that I'm talking to you guys... It just, it went, yeah, so is Victor Frankl, and he is, uh, or was at the time, because I believe he's now deceased, uh, a Holocaust survivor, and the name of his book is called Man's Search for Meaning, Man's Search for for Meaning, meaning. yes, and it is, in a sense, a self-help book, but it includes a story. And although I like fantasy, I like fiction, um, Holocaust, the Holocaust and that experience, of course, is very much so a real thing. Um, But 
I I believe I'm able to consume Man's Search for Meaning as a self-help book a little bit better because it includes a story. Um, and not that I need to be... I, I don't know how to explain it, but it's it's taken me on a path to how he discovered these things. As, as unglamorous and as brutal and as, as horrific and horrifying as the Holocaust was and the experience in those camps had been, this guy is still trying to grasp what it means and, 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 and what life means, yes, and, and what what purpose is in a place where for all intents and purposes his 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 purpose is stifled, it's stymied. He can't be him true his true self. So how does he have this impetus to want to find the the you know the the but what else can you do in a place where you're facing death every day? What else can you do but to desperately want to find the meaning of life to keep yourself going, mm-hmm. you know, to keep your head in the right space? Like, I have to survive past this. Right. Why do I have to survive this? Because so and so and so and so, mm-hmm. you know. And so um, I can say that um, this self-help book has been a better experience for me. But that's to say I am really consuming this uh self-help book and i guess the uh point of it being self-help is all up to my interpretation but i i boom So yeah, um, I am really able to consume this book uh, a lot better than I have others in the past. And I believe that this will be just like my foot in the door and maybe I can tolerate somebody else telling me what to do after reading Victor Frankl's uh, (laughs) Man's Search for Meaning. But yeah, no, I love the way he has it set up. So um, I'm, I'm still reading it. I'm at the part where I'm still learning a little bit about what he experienced um, as a uh, prisoner at the camp. But he starts off with that, and then he goes into the self-help part. So I I really feel like I can consume it a lot better in that format, that I'm hearing his story and how he even got to the point where he even wanted to think about that kind of stuff. And then these are my results. Mm-hmm. This is what I found. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Take note, people. Make my books like that. So it's a I'm surprised you're reading the book because she's the one. I don't like self help books. I mean- <laughs> and it's like, so you're gonna avoid this? The, I yeah, the no, that self- was that was <laughs> totally. And see, the unfortunate thing was, I went and bought like a thousand self help books, and had determined after opening one that like. <laughs> Don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. Like, don't talk. Don't use that tone of voice with me. Who are you talking to? But she didn't yeah. want to face the reality. <laughs> but yeah, you know, um, I, I am. I got a story and I got self help together. So I'm okay with that. I'm good with that. What about you, friend? Well, my normal is not really 
something that's gonna help. <laughs> I unfortunately have a very, very um guilty pleasure right now. Uh that's what makes you normal. The real black China. Oh yeah, that is helpful. People need to know dysfunction when they see it. <laughs> uh, we live in the earth, okay? <laughs> People know the function. Right, so that's normal. Unfortunately, that's Oh, normal. no, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, see how normal it has oh, become? No. See how normal it has become? You know what I mean, it's life, it's life, okay? <laughs> that's not good either. Okay, well, dysfunction happens. Well, unfortunately, it is normal. Dysfunction happens. Um... I don't know if anyone has been watching it, but if you have, I know you know the famous line. I'm ready to get the f- ASAP. ASAP Why about this. Um, because it has been going on for weeks now. Mm-hmm. Um, I absolutely love the show only because of Black China's mom. Um, so it follows Black China. It's called it's called the real Black China. It's supposed to be a docu series on Zeus Network, following uh, the everyday life of uh, Black China, like as she goes for interviews, photo shoots, and what she goes through behind the scenes, mm-hmm. and um, her family, her mom, and her and their relationship that's very toxic. Um, and I mean, I've been watching some episodes. I don't want to give anything away, but the team. Uh, there's a lot of craziness going on with the team. There's a lot of craziness going on with the media. Um, and then just with herself. Um, but for me, the reason why I like the show is because it's just hilarious. I'm just going to be upfront. Oh, no. Okay. It is hilarious. Um, as toxic as it is, I I love it. (laughs) I'm a person that's all about positivity and happiness. And I, I talk a lot about reality TV shows and how I don't like them. But this is a guilty pleasure of mine. Um, I was on Facebook and I saw like a longer version of a clip and uh, my sister and I just fell for it and now we're like fiending for episodes. So why do you think that is? Uh, what? Why do you, why is it something you like? It's trauma. (laughs) And it's funny. Like her mom is hilarious. Um, seeing her react the way that she reacts. Tokyo Tony is a whole It's just something creature. that I just want to see. Like, I haven't seen anything like this since New York and her mom. Oh, um, yeah. It's just like, you know, I mean, everyone deals with toxic behavior, and that's whether your own house or on the street, at jobs. Um, it's everywhere. And, but to see it <laughs> in this Tokyo, life. Yeah, no, no. Tokyo. Her mother is hilarious. Like, and she's so serious when she's mad, but it's hilarious. And it's the like, hilarity because she's like delusional, or well, I mean, what, it's not really she, the delusion. Like honestly, uh, I mean, that's just human nature. People are gonna think they're right, but it's just her drama, dramatization. Like she's just so dramatic uh-huh. for no reason. <laughs> and sometimes it's like, like for instance, I I've been looking at her live videos that that people have posted on youtube and instagram mm-hmm. and there's one where oh, um some of her fans um like like china's mom uh-huh. fans um were giving her positive words and one of them were like you know 
I know that you're going through a lot and I know underneath you have such a beautiful heart and a beautiful soul. And her mom was like, and <laughs> what is wrong with you, lady? Why? What? When I tell you, it's just hilarious to me. What? And like, again, it's nothing new. Like, so, I mean. Right. Social media as well, social media and reality TV, they always have toxic behavior. Mm-hmm. But it's just this time around, it's hilarious because her mom, it's just her reactions to the most simplest things. Yeah, like her first thought was, and not all. And. <laughs> oh, thank you. She was upset at the positive <laughs> comments. Oh. And it kills me Ooh, deeply because it's like, why are you mad? And I've never seen someone that toxic before. Like, I, I know toxic. Yeah. I've seen it. Uh, I've been around it. I deal therapy. with people at jobs that deal with this. I mean, that act this way. But her mother is the cake, the icing, and the flavor, the wrapper, the, the container, the store that the it brand. sold it, um, yeah. the chef that made it. She Dang. is everything for reality yeah, TV. Yeah, and yeah. as much as it's negative, it's hilarious. Um, I mean, that's fair. I, I haven't actually... I've seen clips. And I think the first time I'd heard of the show, I was over at your place, Phoenix. And we were just like going on like a Discover page mm-hmm. on IG. <laughs> and we were seeing some clips of Tokyo Tony mm-hmm. being asked. And all I could think of, I was like, damn, China? Like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, because China, for the most part, like, you really, she's been, like, mysterious. Yeah, but then, this show has showed me a lot. She's just like her mother. Oh, well, I mean, with some, with a personality that strong and that volatile as Tokyo Tony, you can't help it, because you gotta, you you have to react to people like that. You become reactive. Well, Well, not even to her, but to her own team. Oh, okay. um, it shows you a lot, and I think sometimes, uh, well, I'm starting to realize this show may be a detrimental thing for her own career. Um, as much as she tries to showcase her mother being negative, she's pretty much the same. And of course, you're a product of it, of your environment. Mm-hmm. Um, but her mom is just makes it hilarious. Wow. <laughs> that was the only reason why I watched the show is because her mom is hilarious. Um, and then I like to see what celebrities go through mm-hmm. behind the scenes. Um, because they're normal people, uh, but you get to see like how kind of estranged they are from the normal everyday life of other people. Okay, true. Um, so as normal as their dysfunction is, they still oh, so, <laughs> so as normal as their dysfunction is, they still miss a lot of average people woes. Like, I mean, you know, saying? I feel like theirs is more extreme than ours. Like, you don't see, you don't, we're not on tabloids or getting posted about the most yeah things that everyone deal with. But she has to deal with it more intensified than we have to deal with our own things or people talking crap. Okay, so like, when I thought had, you said estranged, I thought you meant, like, things that, like... And you know what? That wouldn't really apply. That might apply to like people like the Kardashians, maybe, but I don't think that would really apply to China and in Tokyo because before they found celebrity or got famous, they probably very much knew what it was to struggle. So they know the average, you know, lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. But now they have to deal with not the average lifestyle. So it's kind of like 
to see them dealing with something that they well I well they actually do they both wanted the fame mm-hmm. um it's apparent now mm-hmm. uh but to see them deal with it like on a bigger scale than what we would have to deal with it it's just like oh, okay um but it's hilarious to me I'm sorry it's it's hilarious it's like it's like um. Well, yeah, it's like they're like hood problems being exploded. And like, like these are the problems we had when we were broke. Now they're just, they're still those same problems, but they're now aired to the entire world and we have a little money. And now it's on the celebrity scale because with everything you do, is going to be big. reported. Yeah, it's big. So and it's, like I said, Tokyo Tony, she is... <laughs> And I remember you making that comparison between um, New York's mom and Tokyo Tony. And honestly, I feel like New York's mama, she still, at the end of the day, wanted the best for her daughter. She was overbearing. She was the most. All right. Sister Patterson was her name. Yeah. Mother Patterson, Sister Patterson. She was a lot. She was the most. But Tokyo Tony, Lord, like, I don't even know if she means her daughter well. I don't even know if she liked China. She does. It's just, but that's the thing. You have to Ooh. watch the show because there's so much. Yeah. That has not been really aired to people. Mm-hmm. It's like one sided. Yeah, you've got China a lot of is China so quiet. Side. Um, uh-huh. that people don't realize like China is a part of it too. Yeah. Um, you know, once you become a celebrity, some people change. Some people become a whole different person mm-hmm. and leave other people or, uh, just switch up their whole lifestyle to where it's like others find it like I said it's strange like it's like something that's not normal anymore to them and it's when it's now her new normal but her mom is kind of like what is going on mm-hmm. <laughs> but yes it's very it's you gotta it's watch the lot. show yeah, no, I, I'm willing to give it a shot cause you know it, it, the clips I do see it's pretty entertaining I still can't help but feel sorry for China and my immediate thought is that all of them need some immersion therapy like straight up like yeah they need some I wouldn't even say Iyan, I wouldn't put Iyanla to the task of that 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 shoosh no they need an exorcist they need but <laughs> But I I will watch it because the little clips I did see they were really yeah. Because you're just like what woman like what? But I did hear um on the flip side that Tokyo Tony was very involved in her neighborhood, and that she's very um giving and stuff like that. So I don't know if that's for TV or fame or whatever. But I I heard she's been doing it for a long time. Honestly. Yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. That she's a very um uh, you know giving but person. Somewhere. Another thing that's I guess it's not really no. Well, I mean, it's part of the. It's pop culture. It's part of the normal in pop culture. Miss Nicki Minaj. Nicki posted about a week ago on Twitter that she is retiring from music. Mm. Me as a person knew she was lying. Okay. Because no, my girl, girl. I now, think has she could... already come out with a single? You said knew she was lying. Yes, because lying she right went back and said that she was... She tweeted oh, that she abrupt. Did? And I knew that she did that because... Really? After 10 years, and you saying that you're never going to stop, and you're the queen, 
and you were doing all this fuss and huffle puss about (laughs) about Cardi B. Mm -hmm. You're going to retire now. Like, girl. Girl. Girl, girl, girl. she came back out. I believe it was all a tactic just to see how people would react to her saying that. Mm -hmm. And lo and behold, everyone was negative, (gasps) negative, negative, negative. I don't know if you paid attention. I don't know if she was expecting it. But I mean, I mean, I guess she could expect it because everyone called her the bad guy anyway. But um, I think she just wanted to see how people would react. Um, and of course, oh no, <laughs> people were like, "Yes, cool, great, we don't care." Ooh. Finally, Ooh. yes. Oh, we're so happy. People saying gifs of like happiness. Jumping and happy and praising that she was retiring. And to me, it's kind of like, what? The public is a fickle creature. It's like, how out of 10 years y'all were such fans and happy? And now you're like, because, you know, no no shade to the other FMCs that are out here. Um, Because to me, honestly, everyone has their own space. I'm, you know, like, Nikki's not the only person that exists in the world that can rap. Mm. Um, But it's like, for all these years, y'all have been listening to the features, the albums, the singles. Iconic. And they are features. definitely iconic. Iconic Definitely singles. have not been any other female rapper. I mean, and there's some male rappers that can't even take Nicki's lyricisms and musicality. Like, in her, her, her reign in the music industry, mm-hmm. like, she is on side of... Jay-Z as one of the most successful rap artists of all time. Like and this is on paper? This she's one of the richest female rappers of all time. Well, you know that pay difference now. There's a pay difference. I mean, yes, it's a pay difference, but unfortunately, but still in the end of the day, she is one of the only female rappers of all times to be at that level. And it has, uh, I mean, of course, we have history of all of our, you know, you have MC Light, you have Queen Latifah, you have Lil' Kim, you have The Brat, you have um, Eve, you have all of these people that have been in the industry doing their thing. But Nicki has set a bar so high that I don't think there will be another female that can get to that level. Now, I do believe other females can be as successful. Right. And right. as you know, in embarking on the music industry, absolutely. Uh-huh. But you cannot say that this woman has not set a standard for the new generation yeah. and going into the new decade. And 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 as much as people like to not think it, she has made the trend of female hip hop like come back to life bigger than it's ever been because they are everywhere, <laughs> and that's great. That is absolutely great, but for people to tarnish, well, not tarnish, but try to tarnish what she's done. And of course, she has not been the, she has been very problematic. She has has definitely been problematic. But she has helped out. She definitely is the standard. And she had to kind of fight for that respectability where, you know, we, we for a long time did not have a female, you know, um, female artists, rap artists out there that was relevant. You know, you still had Kim. You still had Foxy. But, you know, you had Remy Ma every now and again. But 
they weren't um their relevance was steadily like weaning right but nikki definitely came up in a time where nobody was checking for female rappers and she made a name from herself not only within hip-hop she did it in pop. She crossed over. Like, as soon as she got there, she crossed over. Like, she wasted no time. And it was easy for her because of her background, her theater background. Like, Nikki worked hard. And she made sure y'all did not forget her name. Y'all did not forget her look, her sound. And, I mean, I, so many iconic moments. And I will never, ever, 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 as much as I have made it known... To my friends and family that I am not a fan of what I perceive to be her personality. And I get, again, a, her personality has probably helped get her to where she is. Because she don't take down. But um, I don't think she's found her happy medium yet. Or, and, and it's made her very insecure. You know, she knows she worked hard to get where she was. She knows that she paved a way. And I will never... Never take. I won't say paved it, but for modern female rap, she did. You know, there female rappers um, today. There was nothing before her. You know, so she did in this instance pave away, and she's very much so clinging on to that title. And at every turn, I, I what I perceive is that she feels like that title is steadily in danger because. It's not like she was like 10 years or, or 30 years above these new girls coming out. She's still making very modern music, still making current music right now. So it's not like she's been erased. Like it's like, oh, remember when so-and-so and so-and-so did that? No, she's still making albums. She's still making music. So she's steadily trying to grasp hold and trying to make sure she's not overshadowed. And I feel like the way she's reacting to that yeah. has definitely uh, uh, definitely not worked in her favor. But it I, it don't, I don't I don't really approve or I don't really like the fact that people are just like, oh, finally. Or, oh, I agree. She might need to take a break. She might need to go into the, you know, maybe buy her a little island or something. Well, she wanted her- to um, focus on... F- creating a family which is great took your time <laughs> but don't be saying you retiring yeah yeah like yeah. but i do think she did that as a, a trolling she was trolling for sure yeah but and maybe she to wanted see... to see the reaction yeah and i was gonna say maybe she had hoped because she has been getting a lot of negative uh negative light a lot of negative um responses from per- like tv personality radio personalities it's been Nikki versus somebody all the time. So I think she did want to see, like, would she be missed? You know, would I be missed? Would people miss me? And she definitely didn't get the response. If that had been the case, she definitely didn't get the response that she was looking for. But um, you know, but they I don't like do that. say mm-hmm. you either die a hero or stay alive and become a villain. Live long enough to see yourself become the villain. And unfortunately, she's become the villain. And of course, that was part of her fault. It was part of her as well. Uh But let's say she didn't do that. And she kept saying all the things she said in her music. Which she has been saying since she started. That she will eat these rap bitches. Y'all are my sons. (laughs) And I feel like 
people probably still will create the same They still, I mean, because they do that with Beyonce. They still do it now? They do that with Beyonce, even though she does not, you know, go she out of her way to say anything. She does make any or, problematic Yeah, moves. I mean, well, she be, well, she be still on folks' knees. I sometimes. mean, you know, know, that's just music industry. Sure, Help sure, us sure. do it all the time. Yeah, well, a competitive they advantage, as I've learned. Um, oh, yeah, Elvis, definitely. But people still gave him the hero. Sure, sure, sure. Um... But you know, it's I get it. I get it on both sides, mm-hmm. but people are, didn't have to do that. Yeah, no, I I don't agree. Yeah, with to that me, that feels like you're just you discrediting just everything whole, she's yeah, done. And I you would, would not have the that. artists that you have today that y'all think are so great. I would never do that because Nikki. I mean, lyricism, even to this day, you know, she's to had some hits. This day, <laughs> we think these songs came out yesterday. Yeah, them yeah. songs are gonna always be yeah. good. But I'm even saying it's like some of her new stuff. Like you still don't, you're still not cheated from the lyrically talented Nikki. Like right. you still hear the metaphors, you still hear all the wordplay. Like she's still and whether that people girl. know it or not, she has literally changed music because everyone started copying her style when it came to similes and metaphors. Not to say it wasn't there before. I was say, but you know, Wayne. Every, yeah, Wayne. Wayne, no. He started it. That's but bad. Nikki made it so much more. Because when she started getting on everyone's tracks, she started doing it more and more and more. And then now everybody's like, oh, girl, you're so cold. Icebox. And then it's a mini. <laughs> you get what I mean? Like, or even Beyonce. You used Beyonce, to be here, now you're gone. Yeah. <laughs> like, who is saying that? Come on. And of course, she even says she's the female um, Wheezy. Yeah, she said that. I think and you know, but, but for me, Nikki has surpassed him. Yeah, I'm, you know what? I'm not even gonna be mad. You know, I guess she just because that that's what people are looking at. A genius. People I'm are sorry. looking at males, and unfortunately, she had to you know make that comparison or set him as the standard. But Nikki is Nikki. Nikki is definitely within her rights to say that she is the standard. You know, that somebody can compare themselves to her. because And unfortunately, that's what's being done. Not that it should be done, but that's what's being done. And that's why, you know, um, and unfortunately, it's prevalent in this female rap. You know, you don't ever see anybody trying to put future against Kendrick. They have a space for one another. They exist. Yeah. You know, it's just a matter of preference. Do yeah. you prefer to listen to future? Do you prefer to listen to Kendrick? Or... Can you listen to both? And unfortunately, people think because you have a number one hit that you're better than other artists instead of it being just a song that is timeless. Mm-hmm. Okay. I see you, friend. I see you, friend. But Longevity I, I just, is key. And I, I just, I feel like it's unfortunate that it's like, you know, they have made this girl very, um, very vigilant and very kind of paranoid about her position in hip hop where she does not, she doesn't deserve to feel that way. She doesn't, she doesn't, and I think that's why she's lashing out. Mm-hmm. I don't think she should do that, but I can see, if I was in her shoes, I can see why she's feeling that way, mm-hmm. especially when the talent is nowhere compared, but hey. Yeah, and I, I just feel like, you know, she um, she has to find a way to deal with that, to... to um, 
I guess transmute that into a better better reaction, you know? Better music. Because there isn't, yeah, there isn't, that isn't to say that some of our faves, like we said, Beyonce, doesn't feel threatened every now and again when right. somebody, yeah. Right. But she finds a way to, um, I guess as you usually say, competitive advantage, you know, um, finds a way either by getting close to them or making a song with them or just taking notes, you know? And I, I just feel like, you know, Nikki has to find that happy medium. But I don't want to see her go. I'm not ready for a music industry without Nikki yet. No. And I can say that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, I... I, She should get some counseling. But... (laughs) Just have a baby. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's time. Nikki's... Nikki is getting older. Well, it's time because she said it's time. You know? I mean, she's almost 40. I haven't been waiting for her to have a kid. But it's time because she said it's time. And that's the only reason I'm saying it's time. So have your child. I just always feel like sometimes having a child will get you to realize who you were and who you are. No. Ah. Uh, Take a break. (laughs) Do what you got to do. Do what you've made up in your mind to do. And, um, you know, give us, bring us back some music. You know, give us back some music or do it in the meantime. But don't leave us. I can say. You know, as a person who's not a fan of how I perceive your personality to be. Musically, as a consumer of your music, I don't want you to go. I'm not in a hurry to see you go. So please stay. Don't retire. Um, And, you know, um, screw everybody. (laughs) Okay, I don't mean that. I don't mean that. Screw y'all, Nikki haters. Yeah, I mean, just, it's just like, don't, don't act funny. Don't act brand new. Because Nikki was that girl. I mean, the monster verse. Nikki is that Nikki woman. Nikki is that girl, okay? I will say that that woman, right? But the monster verse, everybody, everybody has to admit. Didn't even care about the song. That that. Uh, it, Nikki's monster verse. Okay. That's all I got to say. <laughs> well, guys. You heard us ramble all through our normal. You see how passionate we are. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, like, we love you guys for paying attention, listening, being attentive to all the episodes so far. We have been, you know, a little straggly here and there. We're giving you episodes. But we, again, I promise to always give you episodes. And y'all, sometimes we struggle with topics, too. You know. We we do. But guys... (laughs) With that being said, that means give us suggestions. What do you want us to talk yeah, about? Absolutely. What do you guys like to hear? Interact. What do you want us to discover? What do you want us to, what tests do you know that we don't know about that mm-hmm. we can take? Mm-hmm. Um, we like to always be intrigued. Again, we love learning. Um, so give us something new for us to cover and we'll bring it back to you. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll probably bring it back to you faster if you give us lists. Yeah, we'd um, like to know what you guys want to hear. And, you know? you know, it's about what you want to hear and what and we want to give that for you. Um, and, and again, we went over our VIA surveys. If you guys would just so lovely, mm-hmm. go out there and do your survey and send it to us. Please send it to us. We want to know what you guys get. Um, so we can compare with our own and we'll of course list our uh, the rest of our attributes and um, again check out Black China so y'all can laugh with me mm. tell me what you think about it <laughs> and check out the book that Isadora is reading can you tell us the title of that book again? Man's Search for Meaning and that is by author Victor Frankel 
spelled F-R-A-N-K-L. So Victor is spelled differently as well, but I feel like once you get that last name in, you'll be able to, uh, you know, find the Victor that you need to be able to locate this book. Yep. And again, we hate no Nikki. But that concludes our episode. Um, we'll be back next, whenever, <laughs> with, <laughs> with our Shooketh uh, segment. So stay tuned for that. And again, like the Phoenix said, if you guys have anything, we'll have a lot of space in between recording that. So if you have anything that you want us to particularly talk about, um, like I said, Shooketh is just concepts. We'll talk about maybe tangible things, but also it can be concepts that we're trying to figure out and you know grasp our minds around. So uh, we'd love that interaction with you guys. But until then, this is Isadora. And this is the Phoenix. Lightning. New.